Welcome to the second episode of Fighting on Stairs. We are back in our improvised podcast studio in my apartment. Yes. Hello, Tony. How are you? Hello, Nina. How are you? You said I didn't introduce you last time, so Nina. <laughs> yeah, my yes. name is Nina. I'm also part of this podcast. Yes, she is definitely part of this podcast and she's the main person on this podcast she yeah, used no. so. I don't want to be the main person it's, okay, a, it's well, a shared project it's a shared project and she's she brings a lot of the intelligence I bring a lot of the oh you do too I think I'm the one bringing the ideas what we talk about and you're the one then figuring out all the audio computer tech stuff yeah it's been a while it's been a while since I've done all the media stuff to be fair babe it's been a while like um since uni I was I'm very good at media stuff I know that no, of course you are. It's, it's your job, isn't it? No, I'm a no, I'm a programmer. No, it's not my job. <laughs> this, this is not my job. But you do you do things on computers for a job? Yes, but that's I don't do these specific things like content. Nah, building. of course not. But it's like similar. No, it isn't. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> See, I think this is a good start. <laughs> For the topic. Communication. And I want it, yeah. Because clearly we talk about the same thing, but we don't talk about the same thing. No, because clearly we, because clearly I tell you things and you clearly don't know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, because clearly I just don't understand you. So maybe this is miscommunication. Oh, nice segue. <laughs> right into the topic there. Maybe it's, it's it sounds like It sounds like we've practiced this. <laughs> Except, you know, literally we Except have we not. Didn't. Okay, so the reason we want to talk about miscommunication or good communication today is because we just re-listened to our first podcast episode that we last time about labels. And I'd say in the first half of it, we realized that maybe the communication wasn't as equally split as we would like it to be. Yes, that's fair. That's a fair point. It's uh, somebody waffled on and didn't ask questions and tends to just kind of overstep in, 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 in his conversations with people and I'm, and I'm sorry that I do that sometimes oh, no. <laughs> this was not a a, a, a dig and a thing no I'm, I'm no it was already. just like that it wasn't we were not 100% happy about the way the episode came across it, 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 in the beginning it sounded more like I was interviewing you I felt that way like not not just from your side, but also from my side. I, was, I, I think I was just asking questions and we're not really engaging in a dialogue. Yes, I agree. And this raised the conversation between the two of us. Yeah. About communication, right? Yeah, because I know some, because I know in terms of communications with a lot of other people, I tend to just kind of interject and over, uh, you know, just maybe cut people off sometimes. And I don't appreciate to do that. And so, and so sometimes I need some people, somebody could just kind of be like, actually, can you let me finish? Give me a moment. And I'm like, oh, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm big enough to be able to know these things and and be able to handle those things. So yeah, I, I do. It is something I do do and I, and I know and I do and I am aware I need to stop doing that, babe. But yeah. So, so let's talk about good communication. <laughs> yes, good communication. What, what would you, what would you say is a good, is like good communication? I mean, this is a big question, you know. 
And I tend to say a lot, oh, communication is key. I'm sure you've heard me saying this, yes. whether I talk about our relationship or family Anything stuff, job, yeah. work stuff, whatever, because it is just so true. I think that most of the social problems that I had or um, issues with other people mm -hmm. came from a lack of communication or miscommunication. Mm -hmm. And I still find it sometimes difficult to figure it out because it's like I'm always just 50% of or even less of the conversation I'm having mm. because there's always at least one other person, right? And um, there are so, just so many different ways of communicating with each other. So it really depends on also on the person you talk to. Yeah. I mean, okay, but when you say miscommunication, can you give an example of times when you've been, when you've miscommunicated or when you've said things and it's not been received uh, the way you want or they've not understood what you've said necessarily the way that you wanted, what you, in terms of what you wanted to mean or um, come across to them as? Oh, that's an interesting one because you know what I learned in my studies? Oh, yes. <laughs> Your famous studies. <laughs> no, I, I, I studied hotel management, so absolutely nothing but communication. But ah. there, was one, there was one module called management leadership where we talked about how to communicate with people, obviously. And our teacher told us that there is no such thing as misunderstanding something, but there is only a thing called miscommunicating something. So he said the, the sender of a message is always responsible for how it comes across and not the person who receives it. Mm. Which I found very, I find it interesting. That is interesting. And I don't know if it, I don't know what studies or statistics this is based on, but um, I guess in a way I can, I can see where it's coming from, but then I feel I've also been in a situation where I was like, no matter how I phrase this, the other person just didn't want to understand. Yeah, and this is the, this is why, with that statement, I can't agree. You don't agree with that. I can't agree with that statement because uh, one, it's because it, communication comes in many different forms, spoken or otherwise. Um, so verbal, verbal representation, ideas, and things like that. And everybody has a different walk of life and things. So um, it tends to be. I've had. I've had situations where no matter what I've said, because of the way I am perceived by the other person, the whatever I've said, the logic, whatever I've said is not really being heard. It's only being taken, it, it's, it's, they're only taking the parts that they need to hear in order for them to justify or to, to justify their perception of what I've, of what they think or of how I of what they think I am to them. Uh, so when you say you you were not you have been heard, do you say just like the the actual words that you say haven't been heard, or the whole message? Because I, mean, I feel there is there is a different. I mean, yes, there is just the words that I say, but there is always, or I'd say, the majority majority of of spoken word communication. There is another emotion or um, yeah. intent that swings with the message. Mm. It's never just the words. Yeah. Except maybe when you're reading like a... 
an instruction build your furniture or something yeah. and um but because the, and the reason why i say that is because is because is because sometimes I because I think every, I, I, the the best example I can give for that is that when somebody actually no I think you're exactly right in terms of like uh, yes it's about the emotionally it's about how what kind of emotion that person is feeling at the time of the communication at the same time if you are in a if you are in a calm receptive um, emotion then obviously you just want to then you are you are very much open to listen to what the other person is saying. Um, and you can hear m- a majority of the message, but it's also on. The, but this is also always always based on your background and ideas on certain things and what words really mean for you. Like obviously for me and you, babe, you're Swiss, and so sometimes I can say words in English, and I and I mean them in a certain type of way because for some words in English are just throwaway words and however you want to phrase and so many things, and then you're like, that's a weird phrase to say and well, that's a weird statement kind of thing because to you in German you would never say something like that in that way because it yeah. means something different so communication is always key and it's never really it, and it's also it's also to do with that person's emotions and in every single way and you also tend to find that like um, example of that is that when somebody's very angry at you no matter what you say yeah, it will never come across so yeah mm. so so I can't really agree with the statement that the person mm. said it's just, it's you know the, I'm, yeah, yeah I don't know if it maybe said it in a in a context of people also using the phrase oh no you misunderstood me very often mm-hmm. it's like oh no this is not how I meant it you just misunderstand mm. and because this phrase has been used so often it can also seem sometimes as just an excuse of being rude or being not considerate of what you say mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't know if, if that teacher specifically wanted to address that but for me this, is, this was the message that I took out of it is that we are also responsible for what we say and we can't just blame everything on the other person and be like oh you just, you just misunderstand this was just a joke it was like no obviously it was not a joke it was a it was very offensive for yeah. example and um Yeah, this this was the message that I gained from from this statement. But I I agree with you that I don't think it's it's an overall rule of communication. But I mean, okay, in terms of your clarification, yeah, I can see what he's what he's what you what he's what the person means from that. Um, the best form of commu- the best kind of way I can explain of, that I've been told about communication was when I'm was when I was writing a history paper in, in school and stuff and um, and some and I would try to see and I would try to act like I'm clever like I would try to um, you were pretending no not pretending I would try to and not act like I'm clever when because I'm you, when you're writing an essay um, and you're making your arguments for for and against something or trying to basically mm-hmm. trying to basically um, make a statement an argument for uh, to, to, to try to show your point of view of uh, what these culminations of events and why it led to this kind of uh, thing mm. and your reasoning for that versus or versus something else that you're you're looking at especially through throughout history and stuff and because because it says yes because of history you, you're working with foresight along with the culmination of what really what happened and the and an anecdotal evidence or things or the or the things that were missing and not missing at the mm-hmm. same time so 
And what I was told was, and it, when I write this, when I was writing this essay, it, it, I, I work with, you know, I'm like using words and, and I'm like, and I'm trying to be more subtle in terms of trying to lead the mind of the reader to try to think, to try to really understand my point of view. And he's mm-hmm. like, and I would come, and he would come back and I would get a B on it. And he goes, and I was like, why, why did I get a B? I thought my point was very clear and everything. He was like, no, your point was not clear. Mm-hmm. You, your points was, you, you did a lot more suggestion rather than just simply state making your statement you if you're gonna if you want somebody to be able to understand your point make a statement clear at the very beginning of your paragraph then add then add evidence then support that evidence with whatever other things are leading to other things so it, it tends to, so i've kind of worked from that that like in terms of communication you should always just be direct if you want somebody to basically understand you for sure in, in terms of your meaning sit them down calmly and be direct in what you mean it's interesting that you mentioned that because obviously it's not exactly the same thing as writing a history essay or um, writing texts Mm. but I think nowadays communications with whatsapp and social media and whatever we have suggestive communication has there is like this completely new maybe not so new anymore um, way of interacting with each other and I don't know how you feel about that but I don't like to have long discussions over text because I just tend to interpretate so many things into these messages mm. because you can't, you don't he- hear the spoken word of it. You just read it and you feel a certain type of way already because yeah. let's say you had a, a shitty day, you already feel a bit down or a bit angry or sad and then you get a text and I immediately will interpretate it with the emotions that I'm already feeling, although those emotions probably have nothing to do with the conversation I'm having over text. And yeah, and I've heard not even only my personal experience, but also stories that no, people and friends told me of like so bad miscommunicated situations where like you could have just met in person is always the best thing, to my opinion or at least call and talk to each other. Yes, but somebody doesn't like phone calls either, do they, Ben? I don't like unexpected phone calls. <laughs> oh, okay. This is what I said, this is what I said in the last uh, oh, in the, in So the it has to be scheduled? Episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, it depends if you call me, like I'm very close with you, so yeah. I don't mind. I if, hope you're close with if me. My, if my <laughs> mom just calls me or a close friend, it's different because I had this certain level of trust and but if, if someone I'm not very close to just calls me out of the blue I, I feel a bit overwhelmed sometimes because I'm like Ugh. why? because I'm maybe in my own space at home in my head doing some painting whatever and then I'm just not ready to switch in this, in, into this like conversation conversation yeah without even like seeing the other person I don't know I like I like I like surprise calling people but yeah. sometimes I also like um, no, I, I don't like getting... Actually, no, I, don't, I like surprise calls from people I know. But again, then this is... I prefer FaceTiming or Skyping, whatever, video calling, so much more over a regular phone call. And I think it's because for me, an essential part of communication is to see the other person. Hmm, okay. How come? Because I think maybe probably from the mimics, mm-hmm. I can read so much more context of how things are maybe meant. What, from their body language? Yeah, or the, their facial expressions and stuff that I won't have 
over a regular phone call. And yeah. you know, I'm a person who tries, who tends to overthink everything. Yes. Like crazy anyway. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like to have all the um, available um, information. information, like as much as possible, so that I can reduce my overthinking. That's a fair. I, I, that's a fair point, kind of thing. I'm always like, um, yeah, no, I, no, I, I prefer video than or than audio call and things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, communication is, yeah, especially with text. Especially with text communication is just like, especially with this, oh, with um, emo- emojis and all these things that's supposed to mean so many different things. And, and now, but like, you, you kind of have this weird emo, you, you kind of have like text language and stuff like that. And I don't, as to be fair, I think now that I'm older, um, or maybe it was because I was in that era where like text first came out and nobody really knew <laughs> what it really was kind of thing and until it became until it became its own type of language to itself because kids wanted to hide uh, wanted to hide how they were talking to their friends or what they were saying to their friends kind of thing from their parents from looking at their phones um, text used to be just you know you, it was basically the same as email you know you, you, mm. you write like you was writing an email and even and then and then for a while you know and then once I got older again, it's like sometimes I just when I'm talking to somebody, sometimes I just like to write formally now, on, especially on text as well. Because yeah, no, yeah, you've become old. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know, I, I I just like to write formally. But then the thing about easy sometimes when you're when I when I'm when when I'm look, reading a text message, and somebody's text me and they, and they just have poor grammar and poor oh, spelling. You're that. like, mm, okay, somebody needs to go back to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Grammar police. <laughs> I mean, even though my grammar is sometimes, my, even though my grammar is terrible, but then you know, thank God for um, t- uh, what was it? Uh, word, word, uh, word, word. Tell you that extra um, spelling and getting it correctly, and you're just like, oh, I don't have to spell things correctly anymore. Oh, oh God, I don't know how people lived back then, back in those days when you couldn't, when you, when you, when you didn't have Google to just search the word, and then you have to. But or, you had a, a lexicon. No, is no, it's so, an so, English word. No, lexicon? You, yeah, lexicon is a is is the word kind of thing. But no, you had an encyclopedia. You had a dictionary. Oh, dictionary! Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. You see, communication. <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> well, we tend to have some issues sometimes. But I feel like the most, the most. Um, <laughs> now no, you should see how he's looking at me right now. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I'm not saying we're having issues. I mean, fight on the stairs, <laughs> round three. I mean, communication-wise, because obviously we don't have the first, the same first um, language. language. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes some of our miscommunication or, or problems in communications arise exactly because of that. I, I, I remember I told you once that sometimes I um, I get frustrated because I feel I can't really express, express myself with the absolute accurate word. Mm-hmm. I'd say my English is pretty good and I have a, high, a, a huge vocabulary, but sometimes you're missing this like this specific word side, yeah. for this specific situations that I, I'd be able to, to say that in German, yeah. in my mother tongue, but not in English. And I think this is a different kind of miscommunication than just if you if you don't understand the general message that's coming across, you know. I mean, I think. I mean, here's the thing, right? I I always think that you have this kind of um, 
conscious awareness that you think that you're because I think your English is great I've, I mean I know people who can barely speak two words together and their English and my English is relatively okay <laughs> it's, it's, it's your mother tongue yes yeah, but it's you know well technically technically not but yes it is you know because obviously I'm Nigerian so I spoke it wasn't my first language but now That's I'm true. like but I don't speak that language anymore anyway and so but I always think you have this consciousness that you can't express yourself exactly and so I think you, you have this kind of thing where you want to be almost exact but like you think that your messages don't come across yeah but I'm I overthinking think, again yeah but reality is I think because uh, I think I think you're a very well spoken person so like especially in English like you speak two languages so it's impressive um, I mean yeah, the, thank you for the flowers Mr. Cause, Davis because unless you're I think you, uh, unless you're like a very unless you're uh, unless you're like a a writer or a very well read person in English kind of thing that would know almost the exact word to kind of use in certain situations majority of people only you know use vague type of terms to kind of vague type of terms and context to kind of convey their meaning of Mm -hmm. what they of what they're really trying to say to somebody but anyway this is more like the linguistic part of communication I think and then I think one thing that I learned in in therapy actually uh-huh. about communicating and this helps me so much and it was do you know when you have this this moments where something just changes in the way you think mm-hmm. and you're just like oh wow i've never looked at it from this perspective and i had this moment in therapy once where we talked about communication or whatever and it just clicked for me that i was always going into communication, conversations, discussions, whatever, with people, with my understanding of what I think is good communication or what I would need from the other person to communicate with me. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really able to think out of my box and being like, okay, yeah, for me, it would be important that the person does X, Y, Z, but I'm not that person I'm talking to. And I know that this person maybe needs more emotional language or maybe they need more um, straightforward language or Mm -hmm. maybe they need a simpler language. And I wasn't really able to think like that for a long time, I think. Well, to try and and to try to anticipate how that person, um, how, how you can convey your meaning so that that person can understand you yeah because sometimes this would mean that i would talk in a way that felt very unnatural to me Mm -hmm. because um i i told you this before i think kindness is a very important value and i'd like to think of myself as a, a kind person who tries to address everything in a very kind way and yeah i don't like to think that yeah, I know. Not about you, but I, I, I don't. I think I, I think kindness is it's a nice thing. But yeah, I'm I think, just trying to give you an example. Yes, so, of so course. whenever I communicate with someone, mm-hmm. for 99% of the time, I try to address what I want to say as kind as possible. Um, even when it's critics or negative feedback, there is still a kind way to do it. But then I I I met a friend, and she told me. You, you can't say these things to me in this nice way. I will not understand what you mean. You just need to tell me without, without the sugar what yeah. you want. 
And so with her, sometimes I need to to um, be literal. Yeah, or just say things in a way that I would never say them naturally, mm-hmm. but because I know that she won't understand, I need to adapt or adjust yeah. um, the, the way I say things. Yeah. And this, I don't know, I think it's harder than it sounds at first because it sounds very logical, but then the way you talk is just very... No, it, it happens so naturally. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's one of those ones where it's like, it, I think this is to do with... Uh, Maybe maybe it's gender or maybe a, or maybe it's just me. But I, I've never I I I think I think most people know me. I'm just very like sometimes I say things and I don't say it in a nice way because sometimes I I, I say things in terms of how I, in terms of how I'm feeling in terms of whatever. But most of the time I'm very kind of direct in a lot of things that I want to say. Yeah. Um, so okay, then let's change the situation. You're very direct. Mm-hmm. in the way that you are mm-hmm. but then you have someone let's just say a co-worker mm-hmm. and they are they are a bit difficult a bit uh, yeah and but you want to get through to them mm-hmm. and you know i won't i won't be able to make them do what i want or to work better whatever if i'm very direct because they will take it personally they will be offended they will just not do what I want. So then you... And now I sound super manipulative, but... <laughs> <laughs> you don't get them to do what you want. <laughs> Pop it on a string. <laughs> no, I'm saying then you might need to use kinder, more sugar-coated words with more like affirmative sentence. And this might be more difficult for you then because you're a very straightforward person. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I mean. If you if you change the way that you naturally will talk, because yeah, yeah. you know the other person a, needs something else. Ugh, that's a pain. I, I I don't like talking to people. I I I find it difficult. I, actually, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, I I know what. I I, I do find it difficult because it, it, in terms of dealing with that, because it's because for me it's like. I just, I'm like, look, I just want you to do this. This is your job. So I've told you exactly what you need to do. I don't need any, I'm not looking for you to be, I've not said it to you in an impolite way. I've said it to you in a direct, but, and with the please and thank yous that you need from a, because it is a work context. If it wasn't a work context, it would okay, not be a please no, and we thank can, you. We can, I just took the word context as an example. We can also take yeah, private. But I would just be like, I, I've told you what I need to do and I'm not going to, you know, I, I don't like having to talk to people. You know, I don't like having to really sugarcoat a lot of things half the time. It's very exhausting. I, I think it's exhausting trying to, talk, trying to, I'll be honest, if if I, if somebody needed that and I wanted them to do it, I will just do it myself. I'd, I, I would just, oh, I would, I would, that's I would, interesting. I would do it myself because I just, because I can't, it, it's not so much about the shit because I don't, because I, I don't understand the difference between um, I've t- I've asked you to do this. You don't want to do it. You or you, I've said it to you in the most polite way I can say it to you with the please and thank yous, and you, and you still choose not to do it. I'd rather I'll just do it myself and avoid and just go around you. You would avoid adjusting the conversation, uh, the communication, because it's pandering. I just I don't care for pan. Mm. I, I don't care. It's it's not real. It's not real communication then. No, I think it's just a, a different kind of communication. This is what I'm trying to say, that when... It depends how... Okay, it, it depends on how... It, again, it depends on how close I am with this person. If I have to... 
if, it depends on how close I am with this person. Because if it's if it's a str- if it's somebody that I'm working with, us, or if it's somebody that I'm I, I'm just not fond of, and I have, and they want me to keep on pandering to them. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try and find a way around you because I can't be dealing with this. But I, in my social circle, I have different ways of talking to different people. Mm-hmm. Do, do you not have that? No. no, I'm not not talking about the annoying coworker who I don't want to be friends with anyway. Mm. So I can just say thank you and please and try to avoid them as as uh, best as possible. But I think what I'm trying to say is that there are also with people I care about are different ways that I try to talk now since I've since I've stumbled across this concept of adjusting your communication to the other person that there are there are people I know I need to be more reaffirmative yeah when they're affirmative yeah yeah. and be them like if for example if they cancel on me for whatever that I'm more like, oh, I'm not mad at you. Because I, I know they need more reassurance than others. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people I know um, that I, when we have an argument, I need to give them a the couple space. of day, yeah. days. And this is something that is very unnatural for me because when I have an argument, because I, I can't stand the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. So I always want to get down to the point and figure things out. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Or at least before I go to bed. Because otherwise I will not be able to sleep, overthinking, you know. So, and I also had to learn that with some people this is counterproductive. Because they just need the time and space to go this through in their head before they can talk about it. So this is, I guess this is what I'm trying to say with um, adjusting your communication more to the other person. And then sometimes act in a way that might feel a little unnatural to how you would communicate. Yeah, I mean, there's only one person that I am forced a lot of the time to do that with. Yeah, and um, that that and and in terms of that interaction, it it never really go, it can only go as well as it can always go. Mm. But majority of the time, I'm just very much like. Um, if it's uh, if it's not to do with work person, if it's not to do with work people, uh, I'm very much like nah. I'm just like I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you basically straight up immediately. Whatever. I, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna. There's always the please and uh, there's always the please and thank you because I'm just that. I'm a, yeah, I'm a respectful I'm a, person. I'm a respectful and politeful person by because that's what I've been brought up. But a lot of the time, I'm just gonna tell you, okay, this. This is what I want. This is what I need. This is that. Or can you do this? And if you can't, and you, and if and if after a while, if if it if it's if it's like this person needs me to to be to try to walk them down the thing, I'll be honest. I've just kind of like I, I stop communicating with that person. Why? Because I don't need I don't need that amount of annoyance in my life. Mm. I, I'm I'm. A lot of the time, when I communicate with people, I like I'm very direct. I'm a very on. I try to be as honest as I can be as a person, and I try to be, I try to be a man of my word. I try to be anyway. But well, stopping the com- stopping the communication is also communication. <laughs> okay. It's definitely also a message that you send. Sure. Okay. Well, my message is as then then sure. Okay. My, in in terms of that message, then, then it's like yeah. I just I just don't like having. I I I just always I I don't know why it is that sometimes some people need you to 
Because I've been in situations where like some people need you to to do all this, uh, you know, flip, uh, uh, flip flopping around just to just to ask them, just to get them, just so that you can, uh, just so that you can caress them enough to for them mm. to do what for them to do you this thing, and mm. it's like, oh, come on, you know, if you're if you're grown at if you're grown up. Yeah, if I'm asking, if I'm if I've come to you directly and asked you something, and I've said the please and thank yous and the p's and q's yeah. in a in a respectful, polite way, <laughs> and you and but you still need me to tell you. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is not worth the time. Up, let me just let me circumvent this person and go go somewhere else and get this thing done faster myself. You know what? This just made made me think mm-hmm. that. I, I mean, I generally think that self-reflection is very important in terms of becoming a better communicator in general, mm-hmm. but all, not just the self-reflection on how we ourselves communicate, but also on how we are the receiver of communication. Yes. Because it sounds to me in these examples that you're giving me, those are the people you, they just expect you to tiptoe around them. Um, and maybe if they did more self-reflection on how they receive communication and how they how their tendencies are to react it, it might be easier for them to also change or adjust their behavior or whatever yeah because i know there are just certain you you've already experienced this anyway that there are certain topics i tend to be way more sensitive about that i'm that i w- want to be <laughs> and i am aware of that laughing this evil laugh I mean uh, <laughs> the day ago that was a great communication yes it was yes it was a heated topic there you know but you know in the end we still but, kissed and said goodbye while somebody went to work important, yeah. you never go to bed with a fight yeah people say that but that's that that really seldom true. So oh, it's very important for me. This is exactly why I can't sleep if I have an open argument with someone. Yeah, that. but you, but you do realize oh, it's really seldom true. Like it, it was the longer you are in a relationship, the more the longer you are in a relationship, you will get to a point roughly where you have an argument and you guys will both go to bed with that argument. You will do. You will go to bed with having an open argument with me that we have not closed yet. <gasps> Maybe I need to reconsider this. This, this whole relationship <laughs> thing. <laughs> Babe, now that I have my um, headband to, to, to cover my face and sleep not soundly because somebody likes the sun beaming in their face at 6am in the morning. I do like that. I will definitely go to bed after an argument and sleep soundly all over again. And you will not even hear me if I want to talk about it because you have your, you have yeah, your headphones, on, headphones exactly. on to sleep. <laughs> yeah, communication Again, stopping, blocked. <laughs> again, stopping communication is also a form of communication. You know, I mean, but, I mean, but yeah, like communication is, is a very important thing, but I also think, but it's also to do with like the emotion, the emotional state of the person. Mm the emotional state of the person sending and receiving you know it's it's one of those it's one of those ones where it's like if you want to if you want to and also actually one of the one of the things I did come across one time is that like I think it, it's all it's it's one of these things where like as you, actually I, I think as you were saying it's about it's about how you 
So it is about how you say something to some people, but it's also about how's that, how the other person receives it. And it's like verbal verbal abuse is actually recorded in the brain as almost physical abuse yeah. at the same time. So, um, so when somebody's yelling at somebody, it just feels like you're attacking them, mm. and so they so automatically they don't res- they don't respond with the kind of. Um, they don't. They, they, they just don't want to listen. They just. They all just respond in terms of retaliation as well, because everybody feels automatically either to defend themselves or to simply retreat into their own corner mm-hmm. to try and protect themselves mm-hmm. in some way. I, you know, I think this is very true, and I also think it depends on your background, obviously. Yes. Because for some people, yelling might be more triggering than for other, depending on where they're coming from. Mm. And also, it's not just the yelling that's can be damaging. I think giving someone the silent treatment and just not talking anymore, just stopping all communication can be equally harmful and equally... But um, it can be, but it also, but it tends to, but it, the thing about, the thing about, I think that, I think there's a, okay, well, no, I think there's silent treatment where you are using it as a weapon Mm. and versus, um, Choosing to uh, cool off, oh yeah, that's, that's different. Obviously. Yeah, and then coming back with a cooler mind and mm. calmer state, so that you can both communicate openly and, and be receptive of what the other person is mm. saying. Mm. So yeah, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, this is a healthy approach to do it. Yeah, I think so. You'd be like, okay, I just need a moment or a few <laughs> days or whatever to get my mind together. But what I'm talking about is this, like, completely blocking someone out and just not talking to them anymore. Yeah. Not even yeah. giving them the chance to. I think yeah. this can... It's this a- is something that pe- people, maybe especially women, tend to do. Where maybe... Nah, this is very... What do you mean? It's very binary of me to say. I, I don't know if it's binary. I mean... Yeah, I, I think, think maybe men tell to yell more often than women. But maybe women tend to react with the silent treatment more often than men, which both might have part of to do with how we've been socialized. Well, I mean, I think the difference here is I think in a in a in a technical type of thing, it's more feasible that a woman would yell at a man rather than the other way because men because. Do you think men are more more likely to get the silent treatment? Um, I think women. You, I think women can. I think women. I think women use the silent treatment as a. I think no. I don't think. I think the silent treatment tends to come across from women because it's a, it's a very much more non-aggressive, mm. uh, effective move. Because obviously, in terms of men, we we you know we, you know, especially as as, as the partner kind of thing, you want to try to engage or you want to try and fix things and or and it always. Not always, but it tends to always feel like I think actually no. I think we've been brought up in society as a man, especially in movies. If you see movies and so many things, it always seems to be that like um, whenever something, whenever the argument happens, it always seems to feel like it has to be the man that apologizes, or it has to be the man that has to try to um, bring everybody back to the table in a way like he has to make the first he has to be like oh you okay I just want I'm sorry da 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 I mean it it, it comes across across a little bit like that sometimes I mean um, the side dream is a powerful move I'll be honest I'll be like oh my god this is horrible (laughs) please don't ever give me the silent treatment (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really sure if I agree on your statement with the. Okay, the, that's a fair, that's a fair point. 
the men are more portrayed to be the one apologizing in the movies because I also think that I mean, women, no, sure. women in society have pretty much like, yeah. been taught to, to uh, be the one who like apologizes not apologizes but the one who keeps quiet instead of Fair. of pushing an argument because you're told to be nice and kind and friendly Fair. That's a that's a fair point. To smile, although you you want to want to yell. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but anyway, maybe maybe drifting off. Yeah, there is there is one thing I would like to mention be- before we end this. Okay. Um, it's communication about communication, because this is one thing that I really like about being with you. Mm-hmm. that I feel we can talk about the way we talk with each other and this helps me so much with you also with other people I'm having relationships with to who are these people where are I, they I'm talking about friendships how okay how, how, <laughs> let me get my gun <laughs> no I'm joking um, to be able to reflect on how a communication went well or how a communication went bad and to be able to express it and say, hey, I, it kind of it triggered me the way you said this to me or, oh, it, it really helped me that you used those kind of words. So this also helps you to understand the other person better and, and to reflect on, oh, which situations did we handle good? Which did we not handle that good? So, mm. yeah, I mean, um yeah, I mean, it's one of those ones where I think one of the things that you, one of the things that you, that, that I think that I pointed out yesterday was that like, I like to have my ranting moments, like yeah. sometimes, because if I don't do that, it's like my process of being able to accept things that I cannot change. This is actually a really good example, yeah. Just, yeah. Do you want to tell a bit more on how the situation okay. went? Well, it was, um, so obviously... I'm planning to fly out to the UK and all their stupid COVID n- rules and and annoyance and um, and obviously so we, so I was just very annoyed about this and we were both very annoyed about this and I'm like and I and I like a good moan like uh, yeah. like like I do and I complain and I love complaining about almost everything and so I was complaining everything and then uh, and then I called up my brother to complain about everything and I, I think I called up my sister earlier that day to complain about everything and and but yeah so I was talking to speak to my brother about complaining about everything and then uh, Neil and Neil just turned around and just like well what what do you want me to do <laughs> this is, these are the rules this, this, we just have to accept it and it's like and it's like and I'm just like oh okay I guess I'll I guess I will suffer in silence. <laughs> it was this kind of situation. You know that there was nothing. You know that I was right by saying there's nothing we can do. We need to accept it. But you just needed a moment longer to be able to express your frustration. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's it, and that's and that's how I am. Whereas, whereas you on the other hand, you're very much you, you're very much very quick, cut and dry. Like yeah, but what I what I think. What was what I wanted to you to to t- talk about is that it was what I liked about the situation is yes this happened but then you came back to me after five to ten minutes and you'd be like I really want you to know that for me it's important to have these moments to ramble yeah and then I will calm down and if you interrupt me the way that I did yeah this is not helping me. Yes. And for me, this was really important for you to tell me. This is what I say. Like we, yeah. you, you communicated about our communication, and you told me like, "Hey, it, it's 
Oh. I need you to do this differently. Yes, I feel so proud of myself. Yeah, this was really good. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate that, babe. Thank you very much. Oh my god. Oh. Yes, I'm very proud of myself now. <laughs> you should see his face now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. Like a, like, like a proud oh. six-year-old boy. Yes, I would like, I, I, will, I will accept my award now for best communication in communication. Uh, okay, that's not what we did, but... Let's just end it on this note. I don't get an award. No. Guess not then. No award for me for being best communication in communication. Okay. Mr. Davis. <laughs> Miss Nina Angst. <laughs> My German is still terrible, but it's it's coming along, people. Don't don't judge me in German. <laughs> Thank you for talking to me about talking. Yes. You're welcome for me talking to you about talking. And I felt this was a very equal exchange compared to the last episode. Are you sure? I didn't. I well, we will, we will find out when we re listen to it. Okay. Well, you don't think fair. so? I think so. I think it was good. You're happy with our communication? Yeah, it's good dialogue, you know, it's good communication and everything, you know, good discussions and everything. Okay. So it's do, good. Do, right. you have, do you have a topic you wish for the next episode? Uh, come back to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. We'll come back with another topic. Yeah, so we'll talk about next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, have you Bye. Bye. <laughs>